0: Previously, on the Cerebral Gaming Podcast. After a daunting fight with an angry frost giant, we finally find some damn rations.
1: A completely frozen... mountain... ram. The
0: giant seems to have a marking on his skin. One that Flint is not so excited to see.
2: I've seen this before. On one of the bodies in the trench at the temple. It disappeared when the creature died, though, so... I don't know, we might want to burn this body.
0: As we approach Frost Knuckles' encampment, Flint and I break off to do some surveillance, and our very first find is as unsettling
1: as they come. Star, you see that? Older orc hobbling around, barking orders that fall on the deaf ears of two brainless reanimated orc corpses.
0: Great, ugly and undead ugly teamed up. Our next find is no less dangerous. It's wolves. They have zombie orcs and they have wolves. But not just wolves, no.
1: You know these to be dire wolves that orcs will oftentimes use as mounted creatures.
0: And to top it all off, they're in the most dangerous state an army can be right now.
1: Are there any banners? Do you
2: see any banners?
0: They're unpledged to protect anyone in the realm of the living. I suppose for now we'll head back and see if the rest of the party has found us a spot to lay our weary heads. Soon we'll find ourselves traveling yet again under the shattered sky.
1: Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. Reroll. Sorry. Fuck. Shit. Welcome back. Leave it in. Welcome back to the Reroll fuck shit podcast. <laughs> we're here to fuck shit. And a podcast about and it. podcast. And we're all out of f- f- shit to f- fuck.
2: I'm embarrassed to say that I, I showed up here today and I've completely forgotten my shit to fuck. I so. did not bring any as well. So,
1: yeah. Before we get into this our principle? icebreaker, I did want to do something a little unconventional. I wanted to follow up. With you guys, I can't remember if I did this or not, so interrupt me and I'll cut this out if I did. I believe uh, really several dozen episodes or so ago, we talked about something we were looking forward to. Some sort of media or, or thing coming out that we were looking forward to. I was really looking forward to the movie The Whale. And I watched it. And it was really fucking good. Have any of you guys seen this movie? no not yet oh my god it's on my list though highly recommend it brendan fraser killed it it was very sad very heavy so be warned but if you want a good movie check out the whale
2: got an oscar for that right
1: i believe he got the oscar for best actor yeah nice and i don't often agree with the academy awards but that one they got it yeah anyway uh ayla i think you had a icebreaker for us today
3: I'm very confused by that
0: intro, but okay. Um, wow. Any okay, so opportunity to take
1: to talk
2: about Brendan Fraser? I just, just want to
0: say okay. it was a good movie. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask us how yeah, our I thought, turned out. Too yeah, anyway. I thought no. how, did, that too. All about yourself. Did, well, I
1: was, I was, oh, I was scared you were because I don't remember what mine was. I, well, I think yours was Starfield, Zane. So that didn't come <laughs> out. <laughs> 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 yeah, mine hasn't then, come yet either. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. a lot. Of, okay, yeah. Mine was Maybe I'll cut this kingdom. out. I don't know. We could start it over. Mine no, was Vox it.
4: Machina, and uh, I'm proud to say I have not watched it yet. I mean, <laughs> kidding, I've been out for
0: like seven years.
1: <laughs> what? No, he's talking about the animated series. Yeah. Oh, what? Vox Fox Machina? Machina.
2: Oh, I thought you said Dave's X. Yeah. Oh, no, really. yeah, X Machina. That's the movie. X Machina. No, I watched that with yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Romantic. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Reroll Gaming Podcast where we can start over here because Ayla made me feel weird so anyway, about my Fable
2: intro. Lost Chapters <laughs> is <laughs> nice, really it's just fine. like a, it gets, it's a, cor- it's a touchstone culturally of the uh, the gaming. If you they say
1: Fable one more
4: time, I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna what are, you, what are you gonna fucking do about it, bitch? You I'm ever heard
4: Aesop's uh,
2: what, what are they called? What? You so, ever heard Aesop's? Oh my
5: god.
2: I don't, know, I don't so, know, what that is. Does that have anything to do with A$AP, Fable?
5: How, how about Fable? we let
0: uh, Ayla give her yeah. uh Question. No. I will leave the camera on, but I'm going to go over there and take a nap. I'm so tired.
1: (laughs) You gotta. All right, Ayla, open us up. What's your icebreaker?
3: Um, what is something that you personally treasure? Whether it's like for practical reasons or just something like a little trinket or maybe a piece of jewelry or just something that you own that. You enjoy.
2: Talking so about like specifically like a physical thing, not Fable: The Lost Chapters.
3: Oh yeah,
1: God. nobody's gonna get thing. these jokes because I'm cutting all that out.
2: There are dozens of diehard Fable fans that are looking <laughs> forward to the fourth one.
1: <laughs> dozens.
2: <laughs> I don't know what I treasure. What do I value?
0: I know I'm like,
5: like so up, what, what's
3: in my. Hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not a good question because there's no answer. <laughs>
0: No, computer. <laughs> yeah, i got some stuff.
2: Computer. Yeah, that's a solid
4: one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, I I went ahead and finally bought my first premium knife a while back, and I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but um, yeah, it's got a blade that's, uh, it's it's a kind of metal that they use to cut other metals. Um, and it's uh, I don't know, it's button operated. It's on bearings. It's the smoothest goddamn thing. Like, if you just hold it out and you press the button the blade just rolls and falls until it points straight down it's just that smooth mm. and so you yeah, can open like on, and close it's it on but like just... a,
2: it's on a bearing right yeah Basically. two bearings oh, um, that's
4: cool. what can kind i of ceramic bearings so they never wear out uh it's by a, a brand i had never heard of it's q y g m g s huh um K-migs. yeah quigmigs quigmigs yeah um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's got an M390 blade, um, which actually it's it's a variation of a metal that they use to cut out the metals, but it's it's better for being in a knife because it's less likely to crack. I do like a good knife. A it's knife a really good knife. I haven't bought like a good I, knife in like a long time, though. I finally dulled it um, a couple of weeks ago when I accidentally hit I was cutting into something and it popped through and hit some concrete and I didn't realize that the concrete was under it. Um, it's just this random old patch in the dirt, and uh, so it, it finally did dull. It took concrete to dull it. I've cut through <laughs> copper with it, I've cut through even uh, like aluminum,
2: mild steel, stuff like that, straight through a um, frost or an ice giant's neck into stone. <laughs> <even dull> it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now I realized I don't have the tools to sharpen it, but I still carry it every day. <laughs> yeah, how do you so. sharpen something like that? Do you need like some kind of like fucking. Mm- industrial diamond diamond sharpener yeah you need a full set of diamond stones and i don't have those i mean that's pretty cool
0: i'm desperately looking around something
4: for my room oh yeah titanium and carbon fiber body there's no there's no cheap metal in this thing at all like that just
2: that's cool yeah you can drive over it with your truck and it'll cut your truck open
1: (laughs) it could i have a shirt that i've had for. A very long time and there's a little bit of backstory I, actually now that i'm saying this have we done this icebreaker
3: i don't think so no, no i, I suggested done, it and some. then something zane said similar. no i have one and then we did his instead
1: <laughs> well i treasured my my icebreaker
2: because really I, like I, <laughs>
1: I feel like it's i'm gonna i feel like i'm and you guys are all going to be like, I've you've definitely said this on the podcast.
2: Look, if anybody's still listening this and we're approaching like 100 episodes now, which is pretty. There's going to be anybody's still beats, listening so. at this point. They're they're <laughs> they they have to be at least somewhat attuned to our level of like redundant dumbassness. So I That's think they're true. probably OK with it. Yeah.
1: Well, when I was young, I was a bit of a stoner. I smoked a lot of weed and
2: got that. I got that on tape i'm calling the atf send it to the (laughs)
1: fbi um i was never sure if my mom knew if i smoked or not even (laughs) though she definitely did because i would be blatant about it but one time when i was 16 she went to vegas and she came home with a shirt that said yeah right white t-shirt story before (laughs) have i Uh,
0: yeah yeah, but i don't think it was this i think it it was on the podcast though
1: okay Uh, yeah It was a white t-shirt with rainbow letterings that said Coral Reefer. And she was like, I thought you would enjoy this shirt. And I love that shirt
2: I'm crashing
1: down. There is no shirt I feel that is more specifically designed to me. And I have no idea why. It's like, it's like I'm looking at like the Annabelle doll or something. And it's got me in like a gaze. Like I cannot throw that shirt away. It's got like 15 holes in it. It doesn't fit. And I love it so much beautiful
0: i I have two like treasured article of clothing or something
1: i have two things and um
3: they are just things i've had like pretty much my whole life or from a very young age um one of them is like a it's a wind-up um snow globe but it's like a gargoyle inside and there's like he's sitting on a castle and the whole the whole base is like a castle and it's just super cool. And it's one of those things that's just really well made that you wouldn't really find like in a gift shop now. Like everything's pretty crappy. I feel like you don't really find something like substantial that's like, I don't know, it's really cool. I really like that. And I just have it and I've had it forever. Um, and then there's another thing. It's like my little stuffed animal that used to have fur and doesn't have anymore because I loved her so much <laughs> that her, all her hair fell out.
0: <laughs> got but, um,
3: yeah. And her, she's a little raccoon and I named her Racky. Which is really weird because instead of like Rocky Raccoon, like the Beatles thing, I was like Racky, <laughs> like
1: Rocky. Racky Raccoon.
3: I still have her, and so she's just in a box. But um, I love her, and I've had her for a very, very long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even remember where you got her from.
3: Um, a gift shop at the monorail, nice in Seattle.
2: Nice. Um, I have a. I feel like this is I feel like I've mentioned this before, too, but um, I have a uh, like the original like Nintendo 64 Majora's mask, like holographic gold cartridge that my dad rented from like Blockbuster and we just didn't return it um, there. I feel like they're, <laughs> they're a the dead reason. company now, so I feel like there's no legally actionable confession like in that anymore <laughs> unless somebody's going to come after me for this gold cart. But uh, yeah, it's in a shadow box, like in the living room and things Uh. That game kind of like traumatized me a little bit <laughs> because it's so fucking weird and dark and twisted compared to Ocarina time. But yeah. I've had that shit forever. I love it. That's I wonder if the battery's still alive. I wonder if my like save games are actually still on that thing.
3: Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: That actually yeah. reminds me of something that um
4: was already worth something. Uh I I mentioned it to a retro game shop person the other day and they were like, whoa, just having that. It's it's uh Star Fox 64 that came with a limited edition Nintendo 64. That, um, like I, I've i kept the box all these years and it's in decent enough condition. It's not, there's no art peeling off of it or anything like that. Uh, um, the,
2: the boxes, yeah. If you have the box still, it's the same with like, sorry to cut you out, but yeah, I was just thinking the same thing with my uh, Majora's Mask thing. Like, it's like 45 bucks or something is what they're going for, but if you have the box, let alone like, regardless if it's in mint condition or not, it's like hundreds of dollars. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. And not to, I mean, hopefully we don't dox ourselves because hopefully this isn't locational at all. But uh, <laughs> Zane called me up. Oh, and I have the rumble pack with it and everything, too. Uh, right, never yeah. had batteries exploding or anything like that. Zane called me up one day and was like, hey, you still have that that Star Fox 64? Uh, well, I, I my buddy is taking a class from the guy who voiced Falco and he can Oh, the, yeah. When get the box. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so I have this box now that has Falco's voice actor's signature on it holy that's shit, shit. Cool. i forgot about that that's so cool yeah so i that was a I, while ago i plan on eventually like tracking down the other three members in a completely non-creepy way of like by writing them <laughs> first or something yeah. um show up at their house with their name carved into their
1: chest <laughs> <laughs> can you copy this onto this box <laughs> yeah. well speaking yeah, that's of rad, though. psychopathic ideas <laughs> let's pan on over to our group of misfits I didn't know I was a misfit. <laughs> I thought I fit support
5: You fit with the misfit. Bo,
1: Kiaren, and Groth. Flint and Star have just left on their stealthy incursion investigating this orc fort near you guys. You are on this raised sort of craggy plateau dotted with evergreen trees covered in snow. What are you guys doing? Uh, Groth is looking for a, a naturally formed
4: bowl of sorts to uh, obscure our fire.
1: Be it of rocks or bush or okay. whatever. Very interesting.
5: Yeah, I think Kieran's just trying to find a place that's not too far away
3: that we could camp reasonably well.
1: Okay. Bo, what are you doing?
3: I mean, the same thing. Just looking for either natural... Like a na- Yeah, I mean, a natural shelter that we could
1: occupy. Okay. I'm going to have everybody roll a survival or nature. Take a 24 on nature. 24, okay.
3: I got got a 25 survival.
1: Okay.
5: I got a natural 20 for 31. Mm -hmm. Either nature or survival.
1: Interesting, very interesting. We are going to start with Groth. Groth, you are looking for kind of a more enclosed natural bowl in the earth somewhere. Some place you could conceal a fire where you can use the elements of the stone around you as a boon. And you're searching away further from the old king's road going deeper into the mountains and you're pretty familiar with this terrain, but man, it feels like you're in the heart of a harsh winter even though it's springtime and as you're looking for grooves in the snow or curvature in the rock or anything that could potentially be place of shelter you come across a bit of a break in to rocky hillsides something you could potentially you might have to squeeze through it but a medium creature could get through it pretty easily but on the other side it looks to be some sort of basin Alright. right
4: um I guess I'll I'll poke my head in and at least confirm that it is
1: what it looks like. Poking your head in, you see this... enclosed area that reminds you of a very miniaturized version of... the temple. Surrounded on most sides by thick, craggy walls. It's definitely a tucked away place. However... There's something you didn't initially see at the center, and that is a smooth stone obelisk, standing smoothly pointed towards the sky. Whoa.
4: Uh, yeah, I'll 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 take my chances. I'll I'll approach
5: it. Groth never comes back.
2: <laughs> I do like a good obelisk. It's good time
1: okay you you want to approach how close are you getting do you want to go touch it kiss it lick it yeah touch it
4: uh i guess to start with i'll get close enough to see if there was maybe average to large sized writing or inscriptions on it
1: open
2: your soul to it
1: and so you squeeze through this rocky crevice and walk down into this basin The snow is smooth, and it is quiet here. No plant life around, nothing. Just this quiet little abode. And you're looking at this obelisk, and it is so interesting. Completely smooth. Polished to the point where you could see your reflection. No writing anywhere, no indication of who put this here or why. Is Did it round? It, oh sorry. Sorry. Uh no, it is not round. It is Imagine a small version of the Washington Monument. It's got it's that shape. I don't know what okay. shape that is. Milk carton shaped if you Dick will. shaped. <laughs> um, oh.
3: Uh
1: dicks don't have really sharp points or edges.
3: <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Debatable. Some of <laughs> them. So that's true, I guess. Now y- you are about twenty feet away from this thing. You want to get any closer?
4: Yeah, I'll get any closer.
1: <laughs> the next step you take is your last. Roll a will save.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. uh,
4: it's a nineteen. I think. I think. I'm gonna go ahead and use my reroll on this.
5: That might be a good okay. call. Might. might, might.
4: Good. So I'm gonna think back to uh, just a, a serene thought I had during my morning meditation of.
1: You're you're taking the shellab method. You're closing your eyes and saying this is far too scary to actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> just
4: remembering my childhood. Uh, and 19 is going to be it
1: okay this is beautiful and Groth looking at this this is a master of crafting whoever designed this this is a monument a monument for something immensely powerful and it seems like The longer you stare at this obelisk, the more it's difficult to describe, but it's almost as if your brain is humming, humming along with a strange tune. And looking at this beautiful monument, you feel jealous. How could somebody make something so perfect and beautiful? And how come I can't make something like that? Is this person better? They can't be better. You're the best. And you can't stop thinking about this. And you walk forward towards it. A immense desire to press your hand to the surface. What do you do? um
4: does this sensation feel familiar to me does it feel like could could groth easily be tricked into thinking that this might be azeroth telling him to put his hand on this thing because i'm kind of thinking interesting oh i think my god wants me to touch this
1: I think I'm going to have to let you make that call. Uh,
4: Against all better judgment that Groth does not have, because it's gone so well when he's found objects of immense power before.
2: (laughs) I got to touch it. I got to touch it. Yeah, open yourself to it. It's an obelisk, are you going to not touch it.
1: <laughs> your naked palm <laughs> presses flat against this... I got Latar with that one.
5: <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was going someplace else and I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, your are naked. You something. <laughs> your naked palm presses flat against the smooth polished surface of this obelisk. And the hum that was echoing in your brain turns to a scream. Something incredibly loud and desperate. Roll a will save. Ah, 13.
4: Perfect. It's going well, going well.
1: Your brain flashes. You see darkness. You feel dread. You hear the muffled sounds of people suffocating, people begging for mercy. You see spiderwebs. You see peaks of horrible design. You see a ceiling that is just earth, where sky should be. And right in front of you hovers a small black crystal, almost in the exact shape of this obelisk, floating suspended in midair, slowly rotating around, with a light tune coming from it.
2: Who let the dogs out?
4: <laughs> I. I'm going to touch
1: it.
5: So is this like a vision he's having or he's actually there?
1: Hard to tell. Could be a vision, could be teleportation, could be a hallucination. Okay. You reach out to grab this crystal. And a pale hand stops you, grabbing you by the wrist, thin, and long rings decorate each finger lavishly with dark purple gems. And you can't see this figure, but it yells at you that is not yours. And everything goes dark again. Starting from a whisper, a word echoes over and over and over, louder and louder and louder until it's so loud you can barely stand it. And that word is omni. And the second you comprehend this this is all happening so fast and you can't even really understand where you are or why you blink and you are on the other side of this rocky crevice but where once there was a gap between the mountain wall there is no longer and you stand here alone in the snow
2: Wait, so the cave hmm. is gone and he's outside? Correct. Interesting. Do I... Well, that's not going to be a very good campsite. Moving on.
1: <laughs> Found a sweet place we could stay.
4: It's just a rock. Uh, do I? Do I recognize the name or the word Omni from any... You have never heard it before.
1: Hmm. boat you are off to find a place to rest as well remind me you rolled a 22 I believe me yes
3: um 25
1: 25 looking for any place to shelter you travel A distance away from the road. Carefully navigating on your own. The terrain. And you come to a old herder's path. That splits left off the road a bit. Do you want to follow it?
3: Um, If it looks... Like, not used recently. Or...
1: I would say... You rolled a nature, right?
3: Um, Or was it a survival? Yeah, survival.
1: Okay, so rolling over that check. You look for footprints or signs of anyone passing. And you do see something. You see the prints of a wolf traveling fast. As if in pursuit of prey. You also see armored boot prints from probably a man of some sort, a short man of that, maybe a dwarf.
3: I tell he's short from his footprints.
1: His <laughs> small footprints. The,
2: also, the, the gate, if they're closer together, he has shorter legs.
1: Here you go.
3: Okay, well, I don't really want to go somewhere that's occupied, so I'll just keep this in mind.
1: Okay, so you want to look further throughout the woods?
3: Yeah, somewhere else, I guess.
1: Or, not the woods, the mountains, I guess. Okay. Continuing on past this, maybe for another 20 or so minutes, you find a shelter of... A curved stone, almost balcony. You see... An obelisk. Another obelisk. (laughs) You see a campsite that has been abandoned relatively recently. The fire is no longer hot, but there is a pit of charcoal. And only a thin layer of snow on sort of the outer edge of it.
3: Well, this could... This could work, but maybe they have they have found better options. So I guess he'll uh, head back.
1: Do you want to look around the campsite? Oh sure. Okay, give me a perception check.
3: Twenty
1: six. Excellent. This campsite looks like it was abandoned in a hurry. You find several things that lead you to believe so. Number one, you find a very nice shield made of bronze carved with a hammer and an anvil leaning against the edge of this overlook. Next to it is a traveler's pack. Whoever left here did not take their basic supplies. And it's also laid out next to a bedroll that looks tossed aside and disheveled.
3: Hmm, okay, I changed your mind. This
1: is not a good spot. <laughs> you um... see more of those footprints leading the way you came, but you also see a trail of blood next to some. Animal prince, neither wolf nor hu- uh, human or dwarf or humanoid, leading in the opposite direction. Mm,
3: can I roll something to try to determine the closest thing that this could relate to, like the
1: the prince? Yeah, give me a nature check. Nineteen. With a nineteen, I think that's enough to know these are s- tracks of some sort of goat, a large one at that, and likely fitted for a mount.
0: Hmm.
3: Oh, uh, this is all very confusing. I don't know what to make of it. That's fine. Looks seems dangerous, at least. So, um, I mean, I guess I'm probably running out of time. I probably can't keep looking. Okay. Right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, can I? I
1: mean, you can spend as much time as you want here. You were supposed well, have... to meet up after a while.
3: Well, I don't want to do. miss that time frame. I won't keep looking if I'm going to push it.
1: I have a question,
2: too. Sure. In a situation like this, too, where it's like, you know, at one hand, you as a player can draw your own conclusions, but also it's like, this is something, too, that um, I know there's not. Uh, and in, there's not investigation in Pathfinder, but, like, what would you roll for that? Because, like, if you roll well on that, I would think that you'd be able to get some more answers on, like, maybe what somebody who's good at investigating has seen, like, this, the conclusions that they would be able to draw as a character.
1: That's true. I would say it depends on the situation, but potentially any lore skill, or you could roll... I mean, you already rolled a perception, so... I would say... I would say you kind of unless you can make a case for a skill you're kind of left to your own devices to come up with a conclusion if that makes sense
3: i mean it looks like the people here fled something in a hurry and didn't even care to bring their what seems like very important stuff with them so obviously it was a big threat um and there there's been like trails of people and i don't know it just seems like a not a good place to make camp if there's a lot of tracks and tracks like someone's and someone's like fleeing from there
1: for sure right
3: can i okay. take the pack and the shield with me
1: yeah definitely kiaran natural 20 ...on your survival or nature skill. I think you said it was the Mm. same bonus. Yeah. Kiara, you decide to go kind of... ...an opposite way. A little bit actually towards the fort. While Bo and Groth have gone off... ...in separate directions. You're walking along... ...avoiding the main road. But before too long... ...as you're walking... ...the wind picks up and blows off... A recent dusting that reveals a rigid natural staircase in the snow that's maybe maybe been smoothed out by years of travel that leads up to kind of an elevated position.
0: Uh, do
5: I see any footprints?
1: Give uh, we'll roll over your checks. We'll say it was survival. Uh, you. Do not see any recent footprints.
5: I will go check it out.
1: Okay. Well, I guess you got a natural point. Let me me rephrase that. You see footprints, but none that have passed in probably a week. You travel up this stone staircase, and it kind of leads to another that leads to another before you find yourself halfway up this carved peak and cresting the top last couple steps you see an old crumbled watchtower that overlooks the path that you are on this stone tower has been frozen over and clearly abandoned a large torn banner flaps in the wind a hammer and anvil with bronze trimming
5: And it looks like it would be safe to sleep in it, It, like it won't collapse or something.
1: Structurally, do you have, I mean, it looks okay. Do you have crafting or any sort of, actually, give me a lore warfare. Do you have that?
5: I do have lore warfare.
1: Yeah, that'll work. Lorefare. Dwarf hair. Dwarf hair.
5: Natural 19 for 28
1: this structure has been through a minor siege it looks like it has taken some serious hits but structurally it's intact it is a good defensible position difficult to get up to potentially it could be a great place to sleep
5: sweet i'll make my way back
1: okay and I think we're going to reunite with everybody together at the plateau you had previously found. Who's Who do you think is the first back?
5: I think I probably made it back with good time.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think, Kiara, and you are back first. You found something pretty early on that's promising. Groth, maybe you're after, kind of reeling and unsure of what just happened and then arrives bow holding a shield and shortly after flint and star break out of the darkness into your sight
2: grothy okay there big man you're looking a bit uh peaky oh yeah 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 i'm fine i didn't find a camp spot but you've seen an obelisk
4: <laughs> I know that look when I see it. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> How dare you sh- yeah. accuse me of such things? <laughs> Any of y'all ever
1: heard of uh, Omni?
0: Can I? Everybody
1: give me a will save. <laughs> Except Groth. Twenty-eight. Oh. <laughs> I don't.
0: What if I don't want to? That sucks. 26. Natural one.
1: Mm. (laughs) Do
0: I just die? I want to go take a nap. Just kill me. 21.
1: Bo, 21. Okay. Kiaran and Flint. You don't know what this word means. Maybe a quick shiver down your spine. But you don't feel any which way about it. Bo, something about the way Groth had said Omni infuriated you. He is just so self-righteous and so proud, it sickens you. You feel this foul envy and jealous rage but you can't quite make sense of it.
3: Hmm. Okay. Star. Can I roll, like, religion?
1: You can roll something in a moment. Okay. Star. The natural one. I think... The second you hear this word, you black out. And to the rest of you, I think Star's body crumbles into the snow, just like she has fainted. But meanwhile, you dream lucidly, Star. You are following a cloaked figure, walking through the streets of a strange city that you've never been in. Magic is all around you, wonderful magic that raises the lives of people on the streets. A gnome is transporting a massive cart of valuables with nothing more than a wand. A half-elf is mystically cleaning any dirty would-be travelers with a single whisper of a spell. People here seem happy. But this man you follow does not. His cloaked figure shrouded from the outside, and you can't help but feel his envy, his jealousness, and his rage. And you follow him into the center of this town, a magnificent fountain spews out Glorious marbled statues of dragons and griffins, it's unlike anything you've ever seen. And this figure pulls his cloak back. And you see a short hunched over man whose face just is almost magically obscured and he's holding a small, dark obelisk, and he extends his palm and it floats into the air, and he whispers the word, Omni, and you black out again. What are you guys doing when you see star collapse? Uh, I think Groth is
4: just kind <laughs> of like, omni- oh shit. And like, attempt to catch her before she hits her head on the ground or something.
1: Yeah, you cushion her fall as she faints forward. I mean, Flint's weirded out. He draws his
2: weapons and is like turning around, checking the perimeter. Uh, Kieran
5: will start checking for signs of what caused Star to collapse?
1: Give me a perception.
3: Okay. Um. Can I roll medicine?
1: Yeah. Give me a medicine. Twenty-six.
3: Twenty-three.
1: Kiara and you look around, and there are no dangers. No nobody you see who could cast any sort of spell to sleep Star no dangers you can perceive Bo you're looking over Star and nothing medically seems wrong with her and in your arms I think she wakes up and looks at you what do you say
0: oh what the don't don't say whatever you said ever again i don't that was fucking weird
2: oh you, yeah what did you say i didn't you, quite you catch mean... that
4: can you repeat stop
0: something. it stop it stop it stop it she like put her hands over her ears.
4: what happened uh, where, where where'd you go
0: i i was in a a town a village i don't There was lots of magic. People seemed happy, but there was someone that I was following. I I couldn't see him, but I could feel his anger and his jealousy. It was like it was radiating from him. And he he had a little... uh, Like a... I don't know, a small tower? I guess an obelisk? I, I don't know. It was small, though, so it wouldn't be... I don't know. It was weird. It was very weird.
4: Hmm. Never heard of anything like it.
0: What made you
5: say that, Groth?
4: Um, no reason. I didn't see anything out in the woods. Like an obelisk.
1: <laughs> well, you heard him. Yep. <laughs> yep.
2: Nothing to look into there.
3: Maybe Maybe Bo's still still feeling like sharp and spicy and so he's like stop lying just tell us what happened
2: okay it, but it's all up let's the woods.
3: <laughs>
2: what did uh um Bo wanted to do like a religion or something like that right
3: yeah to maybe he returns like to that? that kind of thought train of thought of being you're the only one that
2: there's... really picked up anything off that besides star
1: give me an occult Role, though
3: not religion
1: not religion
3: oh mm.
1: well, you could give me a religion sure
3: okay got a 36
1: nice okay you have never heard that word before but you can feel through your connection with the divine through the positive energy that flows through your blood your divine blood that word is a dark dark thing the power of saying the word alone is palpably evil hmm
3: Oh, but we'll just say so and say there's something extremely dark about that.
2: What uh, specifically the word? That you're
3: word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it. Like... <laughs>
2: yeah, Flynn, fl- without really thinking, will just say, like, what? Omni? You've been and some Then kind of catch himself and be like, look around.
1: Nothing happens. that
2: also kind of confirms a suspicion that he had
0: star roll in occultism and see if she recognized anything like the obelisk or something sure you skank uh 18 (laughs) it was almost like a natural 19 with like a plus 9 but no it's fine
1: you don't recognize anything this is unlike anything you've heard of I think the one thing that does resonate is yes, you felt the evil and you felt that darkness, but you also felt immense power. And I'll do you one more. Give me a society roll. Mm. Yeah, a five. So I think your knowledge comes from your absence of knowledge here. You've traveled quite a bit, but you've never even heard of a city like that.
0: Yes, Star will just to the group say, I I can't recall anything in my travels that came even close to the place that I was in. It seems that this word has very powerful consequences So we should Refrain from saying it But if anything else happens like that I mean, unless they're basic words Just I have a feeling this won't be the last time we'll be dealing with this Even though Nothing seems to be happening now Even though Flint just said it It just, I don't There's no way this is a one-time thing Feel it in my gut
4: That being said, I do like words with a lot of power in them.
0: Well, don't fucking say that one anymore. (laughs) Wash your mouth out with soap.
2: (laughs) The Dawn dish detergent.
0: (laughs) Safe for duckies.
2: (laughs) But no, I think, yeah, at this point, uh, Flint will turn to Groth to kind of double down and be like, well, what the bloody hell did you find out there?
5: And why did you lie about it?
2: You know, I don't
4: really know. It felt like something I should keep to myself for some reason. Feel this jealousy about it. I'm angry that I told you guys!
0: <laughs> Star wants to attack, uh, Groth.
4: It's for awesome some initiative. <laughs> we all need to get really drunk so you all forget.
2: <laughs> but no, I to be My clear word. Groth is stonewalling on this what no what how do well, you, you are not
0: you're not telling us anything
2: you, you're not you're not giving us anything oh uh <laughs> no uh I found a
4: I found an obelisk that looked this is four-sided um though I'm in, I'm not a geometrist <laughs> to, to the craftsman work on it was immaculate it was masterful far beyond anything I've seen but when I reached out to touch its smaller version which appeared when I touched it a, uh, a bejeweled hand so i I couldn't really see the owner but grabbed me and told me it wasn't mine and made the entire space disappear that's really it
5: so you saw the obelisk in a vision like stars was this also in this magic city
4: no wasn't in a vision it wasn't in a city it's just out in the woods
0: Well, I mean, you still saw it, though. So I did. Something. And it, I mean, at least two of us have felt this strange jealousy over. I I don't know from this person. I'm not sure it sounds like you are personally feeling the jealousy. I could just feel it radiating off of him.
2: Was this obelisk close by? Can you show us? I can show you a rock.
4: That's all there is where it used be.
0: I mean, I was hate it, to um, say it, but it's getting pretty late, too. I don't know how well we'll fare if we continue trying to figure things out. I, and we might just have to call it for tonight and find the rock he was at in the morning.
2: This wasn't just up the hill or something, right? This was, like, a little ways away. Correct. Okay.
0: So, to clarify... Well,
2: putting that on the back burner... I don't know if we have burners in this particular uh
0: on the back elevator know,
2: fantasy universe on the back, the elevator. back hot storm. the big hot the big backfire <laughs> um do we figure out where we're staying for the night oh i've got nothing
5: did you find
3: anything Bo? uh i found this Multiple shield and then the pack but
2: Kieran, you you probably recognize the emblem, right? Because it was also on the tower.
1: Correct.
5: Oh, this emblem was on the tower.
1: And Flint, you definitely recognize this emblem. This is, is the sigil, bronze hammer. Where the hell did you find that?
3: Um, an abandoned camp. It looked like they left in a hurry too. So I figured we shouldn't stay there. Plus, there's a lot of foot traffic,
1: and I didn't want to get swept up into that. Groth, give me a crafting check.
4: We're seeing if I can fit in the pack. <laughs>
2: Obviously.
0: Seeing <And> if one <gasps> can fit it into his
4: ass. Uh, I got a nat twenty on
2: some unknown crafting tab. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I hope you. I hope you have a long story to like description <laughs> of where this shield came from and all of its exactly intricate qualities.
1: you know. What's really funny. <laughs> I kind of do. (laughs) Great. Lord Dump, here we go. You've seen a shield exactly like this. Groth. And just to give you guys a little bit of a better idea, this is sort of a half tower shield, so it's very square and it's curved. You have been witness to a skirmish a skirmish in the Kravnox, of course, between some of your soldiers of uh, Black Pillar, your Goliaths, and a Frost Giant patrol that was also in the middle of uh, ambushing a Dwarf patrol. And there, in particular, were two Dwarves in that battle that probably made you respect Dwarven fighting. Two Dwarves that were. Armored in heavy dwarven mail with a face shield over the front that resembled a sort of bronze-bearded warrior. And they fought with ferocity, intenseness, and most importantly, protected a high-value dwarf they were with, somebody who you and anybody on the battlefield would were able to ascertain. They were not a fighter, perhaps a scholar, perhaps a politician, you don't know. But these were bronze legionnaires, and this shield belongs to a bronze legionnaire. Well, I have seen this
4: before. This. uh but You may know these guys. At least. You should. They were protecting somebody, somebody of high importance in this. This battle in Ungvo Valley perhaps you've heard of it seemed like a big day for dwarf kind and was um, the day that my Goliaths and your
2: dwarves decided not to fight each other and how long ago roughly was this
1: not very like long talking ago. like,
2: like okay yeah
1: this, this decade,
4: is, yeah. This decade, Groth had only been a Black Pillar
1: for probably three or four years before yeah. a year ago. So, yeah, it's a, it's a relatively recent battle. um You might not have been privy to it. I don't. I don't think you were well, marching around. Bronching. I think,
2: yeah, but I do think that maybe that notwithstanding, maybe not too familiar with that battle. Aside from maybe just like hearing about it, but also like I think flint would know that like those legionnaires are pretty legendary
1: yeah hundred percent yeah
2: yeah so yeah responding to that you'll say uh ah, i'm no i'm no history buff but i what i do know and he like regards the shield it's like whoever wields that you're pretty much looking at a legend the legionnaires are the stuff straight out of storybooks so if there's one around here we're definitely going to want to watch our backs
5: could be a ally, it sounds
4: like. Oh, hell of an ally. So I won't take a giant's leg off with one chop of his fucking axe.
2: In a typical sense, sure, but it is a little odd that there's one wandering around here. So this is pretty atypical circumstances to find a legion there. So I do think we need to be careful. Also, Bo stole a shield.
3: So he, he left it behind I didn't think he'd come back I didn't know if that didn't I just decided <laughs> I'd show you guys
4: dead well, legionnaire clutching at the spot where his shield was supposed to be
2: <laughs> if only I had my shield I can show you guys
3: the camp if you want we can always bring it back
5: what would, far. What would cause such an experienced fighter to leave his
3: shield behind
2: that's a really good question
3: there were tracks of Oh, shit, I forget. Um there was tracks of a uh, goat type of maybe some kind of mount and then I forget what else. The of a There's a wolf. A wolf and a right? yep. possibly a dwarf.
2: Well, um well, how late is it right now?
1: Uh it is pretty late at this point. You're it's it's starting to really get cold. You probably the next hour should definitely be focused on finding shelter unless you're wanting to brave the cold of the night. Well... Not finding well, shelter, I guess, because you have options, but...
2: Right. Um, I don't necessarily want to bring any more variables into this plan that we're developing, but I think I would rather find this person and know what their motivations are rather than just leave them in the wild.
5: Well, I have found a shelter we could fall back to, but it sounds like this dwarf uh, could be in danger. I agree with Flint. We should find him.
2: If for no other reason, just to figure out why he's here and what he's doing.
3: I think I got an indication of where he might have been going. But just by the tracks, so if that's something we want to pursue, I think we can.
2: He's going to want his shield back. It's getting late, but I don't know if he'll last through the night. It's hard to say.
0: I took his supplies and his shield, so probably yeah, not. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, did it seem like he had been occupying it? I assume he wouldn't have taken it if everything looked fresh.
2: How far away was the camp?
1: Uh, probably about an hour or so. Okay. Maybe not that far, probably like 30 minutes
0: i mean i thought that tanner had said it was like it is i don't know not well i thought what i was gonna say is i thought you said that it was like not recently disturbed like it it had probably been there for at least a little while when you're describing it like there's no
3: there's no coals on the fire like it been
1: left there that's true
0: I I think if we can go back tomorrow, perhaps it sounds like we have a couple of things to describe and we haven't even told you what we saw at the, the camp. I mean, I don't think tonight's the night. If we wait till morning, he might not be alive. But if he wasn't there to begin with, who says he's alive anyway? The tracks, maybe. That's the best we have.
3: He was alive enough to flee.
0: It's up you to you guys, but it's getting cold, and I'm. I'm interested in saving my own ass first, above all. What is a little discomfort.
2: Why don't you guys go get camp set up? Me and. Me and Bo can go check the camp, his camp, one last time, see if he's been there, since we've.
3: Stolen his items.
2: <laughs> yeah. Flynn was planning on like leaving a message, maybe directing. Back towards where we are.
3: Can we all just uh, go and then go back to the other anyone camp? Anyone can find a message.
2: Yeah, that's... He's got an idea, though, for that.
3: I would like to come along. Like, how long would it take to just go to that camp and then go back to the other? Would it be realistic?
1: You're going to be dipping into the cold of night. So you'll get some cold exposure. Um, I mean, you. It's. it's not going to be outright deadly, but... It definitely puts you in a vulnerable position, so it's up to you. I think it sounds I don't fun.
3: Think I think I think it. it could be worth the risk. I mean, yeah. just to—I mean,
0: let's just all go then, because I mean, if it worst okay. case scenario, we can just stay at that camp. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I instead think we should. of going back and forth and doing shit, it's not. It's going to take way too long.
5: Yeah. yeah, you could probably get the sense from Kiara and while she wouldn't blame people for not going that she's antsy to try to help someone
3: in need that makes sense and Bo didn't steal his shit to be like malicious he was more like (laughs) look what i found i don't think anybody
2: thinks that Bo would ever do anything (laughs) intentionally malicious no i don't think so
3: either but just to to clarify like he's not trying to like steal his shit and kill him (laughs) by accident
2: Okay, so we're heading to, we're heading to the we're heading to the dwarf's camp though is essentially what's going on
5: yeah. or to where both yeah. thinks okay. the dwarf went back to no, the
2: camp back to his back to his camp.
5: Oh,
1: I mean, you would have to go there to follow the tracks anyway. Yeah, I thought yeah. that she
5: came to the other spot first. I or did. He, he came to the other spot first.
3: I did.
2: Well, there was like there was like a trail with like those footprints. Oh, I see stuff, what you're I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah as we're traveling uh flint has requested the shield from uh Beau and is like you can see he's like carving something into the back of it
0: art but it's spelled wrong Fart. the f, f is like R-A-T. backwards
1: R-A-T. Yeah. it's actually a this felony in bronze hammer so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so know yeah well with that we'll pick this up next time on the Reroll gaming podcast
3: boop boop, boop. boop.
2: Honk.
1: Lost, uh, like possessed, like four mysteries.
2: Yeah,
4: goodbye. yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and/or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The re-roll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zane Garing. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-Fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.